Welcome once again to Glow Broadcasting, where together we'll learn how to live successfully and triumphantly as kingdom absolutes for Christ Jesus on the earth as we sit and learn at his feet. Today we're continuing our series on kicking the poverty mentality, learning how to be free and immune to the financial recession and depression oppressing our world today. Today we'll continue to look at the albatross of usury and extortion, seeing how to bring ourselves above the temptation, how to yield ourselves rather into the grace of Christ Jesus, resisting the temptation of of usury and extortion in other to break from the hold of poverty. Oftentimes, it is always the school of thought for many of us to think that in order for us to have anything in life, we need to cheat, we need to steal, we need to take that which isn't ours in order to get by from day to day. But scripture makes it clear that the covetous shall not amount to much. Rather, covetousness will only bring about devastation, bring about poverty, bring about lack and want because it is not in the blessing. And so it simply attracts the curse. And so it's very key for us to understand that when we yield ourselves rather to the grace of Christ Jesus, trusting in the blessing, trusting in his word, we're sure to encounter the increase and the blessing of the Lord over our lives beyond our wildest imagination. And so we will be seeing how usury and extortion brings about temporal pleasures of increase, but leaves lasting curses of lack in our lives. God hates waste and unjust balances, but it's a truth many don't realize that when we engage in such practices of unjust weight and unjust balances, it simply complicates the issue of lack in our lives rather than unlocking the doors of increase and of success and of abundance towards us. So it is something we ought to understand and to note because as loving, as kind, and as wonderful as our God is, he has certain well-defined lines and standards which we aren't to cross for our wellness and for our success to be entrenched in life. Exodus 22, 25 to 27 says, If you lend money to any of my people that is poor by you, you shall not be to them as a usurer. Rather, you are, neither shall you lay upon him usury. If you at all take your neighbor's raiment to pledge, you shall deliver it unto him by that time before the sun goes down. For this is the only covering that he has, and it is the raiment of his skin, wherein shall he sleep, and it shall come to pass when he cries unto me that I will hear, and I will be gracious. Usury simply is the Hebrew word neshek, which means interest on a debt, to make, to give, or to pay interest, or to oppress with interest. Extortion, on the other hand, is the Hebrew word oshek, which means unjust gain, fraud, wealth deceitfully gotten. It is from the root word ashak, which means to press upon, to oppress, to violate, to defraud, to do violence, to get deceitfully 
wrong extortion, oppression by wrong and by extortion. And when we get involved in this, it simply limits, it short circuits the flow of the blessing. Remember what I shared with us yesterday about the, the man who came to, the, to his Lord being in debt and the Lord was about to put him into, his master was about to put him into the dungeon because he owed and he cried and he asked for mercy. And then the Lord said, all right, I'm going to be merciful to you. And immediately he stepped out of the presence of his master. He saw his fellow colleague who owed him so much and he wouldn't let that man go, but rather beat him up because he owed him. And those who knew what just happened returned to the master of the servant to report the case to him. Let's see, look at the person who you were just being merciful to. Look at what he did to his fellow servant. And immediately he was seized, never to be released until he paid completely every dime of what he owed. And so in the same vein, when we extort and when we engage in usury to our fellow colleagues, to our fellow friends, to our neighbors, to those who should be close to us according to what scripture says here. We simply bring upon ourselves a curse because we are enjoying what we have today is an outcome of the blessing of the grace of God towards us. And so if you refuse to extend that level of grace, of being kind, of being merciful to someone else, then you are simply complicating your issues and you are simply complicating the matter of lack in your life. But I see you having a change of heart today as you listen to the truth of God's word being spoken to you in the name of Jesus Christ. And so we see in Deuteronomy 23 verse 19 to 20, it says, You will not lend upon usury to your brother, usury of money, usury of victuals, usury of anything that is lent upon usury unto a stranger. You will not exert usury. You may lend to a stranger. You may lend upon usury. Notice you may, you may. God expects for us to be gracious because we are, remember the beatitudes we we shared uh, uh, some days back about the blessing of the Lord flowing through to us. God saying, for those who will be merciful, I will be merciful unto them also. Because it is about seed, time, and harvest. The kingdom of God operates on this fundamental principle of seed, time, and harvest. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. And so he is teaching us how to sow good seeds in order for us to have good results. The outcome of our lives today is an outcome of the seed we sowed yesterday. Whatever we want to have tomorrow is going to come to pass by reason of the seed we're sowing today. And so it is key for us to understand through this mystery of scripture that God expects for us to be gracious in our dealings, refuse to exert oppression of usury upon your, your business partners, upon your friends, upon your colleagues, upon your family, because it is against the truth of what God's word. Do you want to break out of poverty today? This is a key truth that has been forgotten, but Jesus is reminding us of it today. Verse 20 of the same scripture, it says, Unto a stranger you may lend upon usury, but unto your brother you shall not lend upon usury, that the Lord your God may bless you in all that you set your hands to do in the land wherein you go to possess it. So do you want to prosper in the land? Do you want to increase in the land? 
then it's time for you to put usury aside. Forceful interest, unjust weight, unjust balances, it's time for you to put it aside so that you can plug in to heaven's blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow to it. Psalms 15 verse 1 of 5 says, The Lord who shall abide in thy tabernacle, who shall dwell in your holy hill, he that walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart, he that backbites not with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is contempt, is condemned, but he honors them that fears the Lord. He that swears by his own to his own art and change not. Notice he that swears to his own art and change not, meaning it keeps his word. If it's is yes as yes, is no is no, he keeps his word. He that puts not out his money to usury. He doesn't oppress people with interest upon whatsoever he lends to them. Because he believes he's sowing it as a seed for a blessing into their lives. And so he will receive a hundredfold return of greater blessing in his life. He that puts not out his money to usury, nor takes reward against the innocent, he that does these things shall never be moved. Do you want to succeed in the midst of this world's pandemic and this world's tribulations and, and, and recession and depression? then it's time for you to put usury aside. It's time for you to take up the wisdom of Psalm 15 verse 1 to 5 because it says, if you will be gracious, be faithful, be just in this wise, you will never be moved. It doesn't matter what may happen. And I believe this was exactly what Jesus was trying to say to us when it said the man who hears the word of God and does them is likened unto the one that is that built his house upon the rock. Though the waging storm may come, though the rain may beat upon the house and the hurricane may come through, his house will keep standing. Why? Because he has plugged in to the blessing of God. He has plugged into the truth of God's word. He has refused to be moved. He has refused to be deceived by the principles of this world that is against the truth of God's word. And he has refused to engage in usury and extortion. And so we see over in Proverbs 28 verse 8. It says, he that by usury and unjust gain increases his substances, he shall gather it for him that will pity the poor. He's gathering it up, no problem about that, no doubt about that, but he's gathering it unto the one that will pity the poor. He's gathering it unto the one that will not put up usury upon that money that is lending, upon that virtual that is lending, upon that resource that is given out. This is the word of the living God, and it leaves and abides forever. This is the truth of God's word, and it leaves and abides forever. And so we see over in Proverbs 28 verse 22, he that hastens to be rich through unjust means has an evil eye and considers not that poverty shall come upon him. 
He that hastens to be rich through unjust means has an evil eye and considers not that poverty shall come upon him. So it's not by the abundance of labor you put in if that labor is done unjustly. If you're busy cutting corners, cheating people, engaging in, in taking usury, being a, uh, uh, in, uh, involved in extortion in the sales of the, those goods or the, uh, rendering of those services, at the end of the day, it's not going to bring about increase. Rather, it's only going to abound onto poverty. But I see you've been delivered from that in the name of Jesus Christ. Now we see Ezekiel 22 verse 3, 12 to 15. The Lord here was speaking concerning a particular group of people and he was saying to them, look, you have done it to the full. You have trespassed so much and this is the time where you're going to reap everything that you've sown. And we see him speaking here. He says, then say thou, that says the Lord God, the city sheds blood in the midst of it, that her time may come and make idols against herself to defile herself. In thee have they taken gifts to shed blood, and you have taken usury and increase, and you have greedily gained of your neighbors by extortion, and has forgotten me, says the Lord God. Behold, therefore, I have smitten my hand at your dishonest gain. Did you see that? He said, Behold, I have smitten my hand at your dishonest gain, which you have made, and at the blood which you have been in the midst, which you have been in the midst of thee. Can your heart endure? Or can your hands be strong in the days that I shall deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken it and will do it, and I will scatter thee amongst the heathen and disperse thee in the countries and will consume your filthiness upon you. And so we see that the Lord's anger was poured out upon this group of people who were involved in dishonest gain, who were involved. God is the judge of our gain. I'll say that again. God is the judge over again. He is the umpire that mediates between the service provider and the service receiver. He is the umpire between the seller and the buyer. He sees every weight. He sees every measure. And that's why he said an unjust weight the Lord hates. That's why he said unjust balances the Lord hates. You might feel, well, they don't know about it, but God sees it, he knows it, and he is the one who brings increase at the end of the day. And if he finds you wanting in keeping to the terms of the covenant, because you trading is a covenant, you are taking part in a covenant between you and this person because you are both agreed by word or by document to be to keep to certain terms and condition, both to buy and to sell. And so it is important for you 
to keep to the terms of the covenant because you have done it before the Lord and he is the mediator. He sees all and he is the one who brings about the increase. And that's why he said, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow to it. Not your toiling, not your labor, not what you're doing because as long as you're not doing it right, you will only toil without increase. But if you're doing it according to his way, though it seems as though at the beginning you're cheating yourself, Jesus who always repays, sees the seed you're sowing and he's going to repay you a hundredfold beyond your wildest imagination. And that is his will for your life. That is his plan for you. That is his desire for your, for your life and for your business. Because through you, the all families of the earth must be blessed. But if you do not yield to his righteousness, how can the blessing flow through you unto others effectively? How can you superabound in the midst of the Holocaust, in the midst of the farming, in the midst of the pestilence, in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of all that is going wrong in the world today? This is the covenant plan of God for your life, for your business, for your career, and for whatever you're engaged in. Because it is the blessing that is able to set you apart. And for you to abound in the blessing, you have to do it God's way. And this is God's way. Do not get involved in extortion or in usury. Matthew 23 verse 25 to 26 says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. They are full of extortion and excess. They are full of extortion and excess. So Jesus also has issue with this. Many times we're tempted to say, oh, well, that's over in the Old Testament. This is the New Testament, my dear friend. And Jesus is saying, I don't want anything to do with this. Thou blind Pharisees, cleanse first that which is within the cup and the platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. So get rid of all of that evil eye, that covetousness, that wanting to take more than what is meat from your customers, from your clients. Stop it. It is the blessing that will increase you and you ought to do it in faith the right way, trading in righteousness, trading in righteousness. This should be your keyword as a believer in Christ Jesus, as one who is entrusted to break free from the hold of poverty. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner, which such a one do not it with. This was Apostle Paul speaking. So it is something big before God. When you're taken by oppression, taken by unjust weight and unjust balances from people, it is not the pleasure of the Lord. And I believe that as we begin to understand this truth and engage with it, we're sure to have the blessing of God speaking in our lives. When others are saying there is a casting down, we will be saying there is a lifting up. 
as we begin to think right thoughts, that whatever we are engaged with, we're doing it as a seed unto the Lord. Because at the end of the day, it is the Lord who brings about the increase in our lives. Whatsoever we are doing, we're doing it has given him a seed he can work with in order to release heaven, heaven's blessing upon our lives. And so when we do that with that right mentality, that whatsoever I'm engaged with, I'm engaged with him, giving it as a seed to God for my increase. If I'm, I'm involved in business, I'm doing that business righteously so that the blessing of the Lord can have a channel to flow through to me. If you're getting, if you're, if you're uh, getting involved in your career, you're doing it, giving God something to work with, a channel through which the Lord can bless you with. And I see you as you're stepping, making your choice today to walk righteously, to trade righteously, to work righteously, that the blessing of the Lord will locate you wherever. And it has no limit to where you live. It doesn't matter if the country you live in Evil is the order of the day there. God sees you where you are. His blessing is right there with you because there is no limit to you who believe in Christ Jesus, who are holding fast to his word, engaging with his word, doing that which he says, and his blessing will flow through to you where you are because the word of God is not limited to any location. It is a universal spiritual force that can move mountains on your behalf. And I see that being your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so maybe you've been listening to me and you're yet to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. This is a golden opportunity presented to you by the Father. And all you just need to do is to raise your right hands to heaven and say this prayer of salvation with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I repent of my sins and I repent of the past and every evil it stands for. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. I believe Jesus Christ, you came to this world, you died, and on the third day you rose again so that I might be justified, so that I might be saved, so that I might be forgiven. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for saving me. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do great things with it. I make you Lord over my business, Lord over my career, Lord over everything I am and everything I do. In Jesus Christ, mighty name of prayer. Amen. Congratulations. You've said that prayer with me. Heaven is full of joy. Why? Because you've just stepped out of darkness into God's marvelous, marvelous light. And all you need is to take up the word of God and begin to pour over it, begin to meditate upon it. He said to Joshua, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate upon it day and night to observe, to do everything that is written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. And I see that being your testimony. So if you don't have a Bible, you can go to any app store because the word of God, the Bible is the word of God spoken to us in print. And so you can go to any app store on your mobile device and download either the KJV, NLT, amplified version of the Bible and begin to meditate upon the truth of God's word and see it bring forth fruits of increase, of prosperity, of healing, of deliverance in your life and destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. So have a wonderful and a glorious day today. Remain ever blessed. Till next time, always remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. Bye for now.